you're wrong. Fuck you, we're right. You have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. I am your host, Graham, and uh, that intro is just that little bit more appropriate this week because it's 20 years this week since Barely Legal was on pay-per-view, so that speech, the start of our intro, it happened 20 years ago. Hmm. Speaking of Barely Legal, Daryl's here. How are you doing, Daryl? <laughs> that was never proven. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> there was nothing barely about it all legal. <laughs> we saw McGregor today, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Hi Dan, how you doing? I'm all right, thanks. There you go. I'm pretty sure Alan McGregor doesn't listen anyway, so it'll be fine. Don't worry. Don't oh worry no, about he's got to do some up, you know, while he's waiting for him to come well, for him. Yeah, well, that's uh, no opening <laughs> contest this week because we we didn't think of one. So let's it's, just... it's been a busy week. I, did... oh, I learned something today. It's not about wrestling, but let me tell you. Right. So the more you know. Right. So um, in Wigan, if you go to a chippy, you can ask for something called peas wet. Okay. Do, do you know what that is? No. Right, so... Is it just peas and gravy? You, you wish it were peas and gravy. Oh, God, okay. So what they do... You, you can get something called, like, a smack bap with peas wet, <laughs> right? which, which isn't... Can you say that's a very different thing in Glasgow? Uh, <laughs> which isn't smack. Widely, more it's, widely available in Glasgow. It's like a pie sandwich, but you get this peas wet thing, which I'll tell you in a minute. So usually right. you have it with chips. So, like, do you know, like... Up north, when you have like gravy or peas with yeah. your chips, in Wigan, they have them options and they have the pea option. Right. But do you know, like, have you ever looked into one of the containers of mushy peas and it's got the bit of scummy water on top? Oh, dear. Oh, God, no. Right. So some somebody gets like a little oh. sieve and a spoon. So they scoops the scoops up and all the water oh. drains from it and they put tip it over the chips. Oh. Or if you get that smack bap, they tip it, they, they pretty much drown it in, in a scummy mushy pea water <laughs> it's rank as fuck isn't it <laughs> we were on the right side of the war of the roses weren't we <laughs> that's, that's the worst food i've ever heard it's like do you want the byproducts on it oh god <laughs> who who thought about and said do you know what i, I used to have mushy peas on my chips but uh today i just want that scummy bit of water please oh. it sounds like something jbl would make someone lesser than them eat <laughs> oh god yeah the jbl saga continues doesn't it yes. the jbl saga has claimed jonathan coachman's career at espn <laughs> What's Good. happened with Jonathan Coachman? <laughs> so they've cancelled his uh, ESPN segment with WWE. What? Why? The, why oh, the... he's too busy. That's what it well, is. Well, um, he did a thing where someone asked him why they haven't covered anything about the JBL stuff, and he says ESPN doesn't cover rumors. Have you ever like seen any sports news program? Yeah, it's like ninety nine percent rumor. In fact, I saw that because he said uh, he said I've never claimed to be a reporter, and then somebody screenshot on his website which says he's a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> He got into a full-on Twitter argument with Meltzer as well. Did he? That's a dumb idea, isn't it? (laughs) Big Dave. Oh, Coach was such a mark, is he? Meltzer even threw out the uh, reading is your friend catch line that he has on a t-shirt now. Yeah. Oh, God. That just made me dislike Big Dave. (laughs) I I saw a guy yesterday wearing a Dave Meltzer Wrestling Observer t-shirt and the Young Bucks were very excited about it. We'll get on to why you were doing (laughs) it. Has he got a pro wrestling t-store? Yeah, yeah. Sick. Yeah. There's one of him where it's um, the New Japan logo, but it says King of Scoops and it's Dave Meltzer's face in like the New Japan colours. <laughs> we are getting a pro tees when we reach. Like, yeah, well, that's the goal. That's the idea. I've already it? got t shirt designs made. 
I'm not even joking. I know. I'm not. I'm a not picture laughing. of a thumb with Vader's mask on it. No, no, no. They're, they're actually sick designs. Yeah. Like, I, it's, it's, it, I don't really. Well, let's. I'll just tell them because if somebody rips them off, they rip them off. Don't they? Yeah. Whatever. I, it's a, it's a yellow T-shirt, and it's like property of Godwin's farm. You're like the property of T-shirts. Yeah. It's a little little pig on it. And it looks sick. And then a red uh, with white text, and it's um, you know the Roots of Fight shirts, but it's Karma Mustafa, the Supreme Fighting Machine. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just clarify, by the way, right? Yeah. Because you've said that on the air, that means we've got copyright on it now. So if anything you think about it, yeah, that's how it works. Well, we've got oh, copyright on uh, WB's intellectual property. It's just, yeah, but, yeah, but Godwin's <laughs> farm could be any Godwin. Yeah, exactly. It could be could be Brian Godwin. And I know somebody called Karma, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Kama. <laughs> yeah. Kama. We say it Kama, don't we? Yeah. That's So it's completely different. See? Exactly. Can't prove it. Can't prove anything. Uh, just like you can't prove bullying. So in a way, it didn't happen. JBL... My favourite thing that JBL's been doing this week, and by favourite I mean one of the more despicable things, is he's been blocking people on Twitter, but not just people who've been tweeting him. Who's he been blocking them? He's been blocking people who have been tweeting support for Mauro Ronaldo. Right. So he's literally going through and going, oh, you're blocked. Yep. Blocking, and he's also been blocking people who have been saying things about, like, but not tagging him. He's just, he's going, he's search, basically, he's doing a bit of a Ricky Gervais thing where he searches through Twitter and searches. Who's having a go at my name? Oh, you haven't made as much money as I have. Block. Yeah. So what a dick. Yeah. The best thing is like this all proves that he definitely didn't bully anyone. Yeah. So next next year on our awards, we're going to have a cunt of the year award, and I think JBL's in the He's front, a front runner. runner yeah. So far, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But the problem is though, like Wrestling Observer's definitely been right at this. If he does get sacked, it's kind of a thing that happens in WWE. It's just it's going to continue in it, which is depressing. I might email be a star. I did it before. A lot of people, people have been like, it. yeah. Have they? Because I, I did it before about uh, Vicky Guerrero. Yeah. Because like, they were calling her fat. Yeah, they were. And she was just a normal sized woman. Yeah. So, and, I, and I got a bit pissed off with it because well, she weren't even fat. The WWE otherwise have a great history with women on their television programme. That would be a bully be a oh, star. Yeah. yeah. Little old swoggle as well. Called him a leprechaun. I weren't having that. I saw a fantastic suggestion for how they could bring bring back Hornswoggle this week. Yeah, go on. Wait, out right. the ice cream truck. The, no, uh, no. What they suggested, but you know the Braun Strowman angle on Raw. Yeah. Well, what they suggested was next week Braun Strowman's in an ambulance or something, and uh, Roman gets him put into a car crusher. Right. So he's supposed to have this match, but they think the match is cancelled. But then Hornswoggle comes out and he's dressed <laughs> as Braun Strowman, and they're like, "Oh God, he's got serious damage," and then. Like they can have him have a match with Jack Gallagher and Jack Gallagher could be stretching him. And if they go to advert break and then we come back from advert break, he's back to normal size because they stretched him out so much. I quite like that because there's not enough midgets in wrestling anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you want Hornswoggle back though? No, but you see, I like the midgets. You know when like a wrestler's doing an angle and then yeah. they're like, oh, come on then, come out Booker T. And then it's like a little midget Booker T that can't do a spinner rooney because he doesn't have correctly proportioned body. <laughs> I was a little bit disappointed that we didn't get a midget Kevin Owens when Chris Jericho was like, we're going to meet the real Kevin Owens. Yeah, I'd have liked that. You know, they could have brought Super Porky out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Finn Balor, he, he's got a concussion. Has he? No, it's not funny. Of course it's not funny, but the poor bastard can't catch a break. Thanks to the runner-up of Most Vascular Wrestler of the Year Award. Uh, yeah, the second Most Vascular <laughs> Wrestling Personality of the Year behind Dave Meltzer, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Well, well, it says it here, Jinder Mahal. I don't, I don't. What, what's, what's going on? Yeah, Mahal didn't he play for West Brom? No, he smacked him in. Uh, what? Who does Mahal play for? 
My, my Hill? Yeah. Boaz My Hill? Yeah. He used to play for West Brom. I think uh, you're talking a good two or three years ago. Yeah, yeah, I probably am. That's a, that's a reference. There we are. <laughs> All the popular things on, on the Royal Before Tony Pulis properly rebuilt the team. Pre-Pulis. <laughs> what? What's happening? I don't know, like... I, I don't know why I'm looking at you for no, answers, though. No, I was talking about Pease Wet. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Please, anything but Pease Wet. Yeah, Finn Balor might be out. What, he, forever, or...? Well, for a while. Oh. So he finished his match. Um, he won't have that brave feud, then, will he? Oh, well, yeah, that's probably good for him, yeah. isn't it? Jesus. You remember that last person that had that really good feud with Bray Wyatt? Uh... No. So with that, no. The closest thing that they've had to good feud is that one that got cut short with the League of Nations. Yeah, this has got cut really short. Yeah. Oh, he's, no, it's, he's still in a feud. He's got a feud. He's got, he's got a House of Horrors match. Which they don't know what that is, they do they? Know, no, they sent they, an email out. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, they sent an email out um, asking fans, what, what do you want to see in the House of Horror match? One of the options was just a straight-up wrestling match. I hope they have a House of Horrors match, but it has to be just a straight-up wrestling match. Well, I'm hoping that it's... Uh, basically the um, no gravity required much. Yeah, we all want that, don't yeah. we? From 1PW. I don't know anybody. There we go. I saw one of the options was projections. Like, no one's ticking that. But it'd be great if, like, it was a match where it's, like, four corners and each one has a pole with a bucket on it and you have to pull it down and there's a different thing in each one. One's got the belt, but the other three have got, like, different types of bugs. Can you... I think, the match TNA. I think it was for the world title <laughs> and all the other titles. And it was Samoa Joe against Kurt Angle where they had all the belts. There's a picture of Scott Hall in one of the boxes. Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle had a bit of an interaction this week, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, Kurt Angle's like, oh no! But he's I remember like, you. Smashed, he's got like smashed up neck so he can't stop him from doing it. Do you know, um, on the, just going back to the House Horrors match and the email, was there an option to put your own match on? Like to decide... I don't if, think If so. there is, we need to get hold of that email. Well, yeah, because... I, I don't think we can make much of a dent. The, but... There's a promotion leads that sent an email out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the options, like, one of the options where you could choose your own thing and the winning vote <laughs> in the minute is Bon Jovi Prison. <laughs> they need to put the House of Horrors match on. So that's the one that's professional wrestling in Leeds. What's the company called again? I can't remember. Leeds Professional Wrestling. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How did they come up with the name? I don't know. It's so original, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Fucking good. We're definitely ripping on all the good people today. Speaking of Seth Rollins, by the way, I was just talking about Seth Rollins and uh, oh, yeah. Samoa Joe and, uh, yeah, and all that. Seth Rollins looks like he might have a new finisher. Go on, why is it? So they um, they had a house show match the other night with him and Chris Jericho against Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. And Rollins, instead of finishing with a pedigree, he went for the short arm. You know the short arm? The Rainmaker. Wait, yeah, the, oh, no, yeah. don't like shot on Larry, like shot on Larry. Oh, Rainmaker. Um, <laughs> he went for the short arm clothesline. Yeah, no. Do you want, do you just well, you, you're sticking it? your arm out, and it's an audio thing. <laughs> yeah, Nobody can I'm see try, what you're I'm doing. Trying to finish what I'm saying. Well, you keep pausing like you don't know. It's dead air. It went, well, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's not dead. You're dead air, prick. I didn't even throw. No, it, it's throw it's my like he goes for Rainmaker, but instead of clotheslining them, he no hits right. He goes for a short arm whip, which means he's still holding him, and then he knees him instead of clotheslining him. Right, and, and they reckon instead of the Rainmaker, he might call it the King Slayer. I quite like that name. I like the name, but here's one thing I've one issue I've got with it is that if he'd finished the match with Triple H with it, it'd be like yeah, because he slayed the King with it. Yeah, right? yeah, that's a, that's yeah, a so good point. Been, so I'm not massively on un, unhappy with it, but again, it's a little bit yeah. annoying, isn't it? Yeah, but that's all. Um, other things that happened this week: D- Dean and Dean Ambrose and Renee Young got married. Yeah, that's oh, nice. Might, they reckon it might have happened in. Do you think he got showered for it? Uh, <laughs> to, to be fair, I imagine she makes him shower when he goes near her. She's like, right now, you stop being a greasy wrestler, no, fuck. She might be like the manager of uh, Germany and be into like weird smells and that. 
What? Oh, yeah. No, no. Thingy, <laughs> what's his face? The guy, Joachim Lowe, who sniffs his, sniffs his armpit or whatever. Oh, Do you yeah. That in, in World yeah. Cup? Or in the Euros, whatever it was. One of them two. Oh, it's all right. Fuck you. Are, we, are like, we a football podcast now? We are a bit, yeah. Okay, Welcome on. to the Royal Football. Talking <laughs> football goals. So, what about the Arsenal? Why didn't they did win the game? Did you watch Arsenal fan TV? No. <laughs> I did. No, I don't anymore. <laughs> I thought I saw Claude yesterday. I got so excited and it turned out it weren't him. Oh, I got so excited. Oh, you were no, I, Yeah. <laughs> Going through the tube and I saw a guy who looked kind of like it. Got really excited. It weren't him. Oh, good. Devastating. More I think excited that... to meet Claude than he was the elite. <laughs> <laughs> that leads on nicely to... <laughs> The Great British Grumble. Uh, <laughs> every time. You can't yeah. fall for it every time. I can. Uh, I finally saw Bong. the Progress Orlando show. <laughs> That's only because he was drinking. I had to do that. Yes, did you? I finally watched it, yeah. Um, everything I got told about the uh, South Pacific Power Trip, Sammy Callahan and St. Shane Trickle match was true. It was fucking brilliant. Um, I don't know if it goes to number one on my list, if I was to put it in there, maybe number two. Ooh. But it, it was a very, very good match. The show was great at the whole. What about the WWE UK Championship match? It was a really good match, but you could tell the crowd were a bit like burnt out because the early matches were so good. It's like it opened with Jimmy Havoc and Zack Sabre Jr. And I can't remember a lot of the other matches on the show now. But um, that the South Street Power Trip match kind of like burnt them out. After that, they were struggling a little bit. And also Matt Riddle versus Trent Seven was quite good. It was a different style match. But the WWE title match was... Sorry? It was a really good match because it was Tyler Bate and Mark Andrews, two guys who were very capable, and they got to have just a really great match. But Tyler Bate didn't play full on heel in it. But he had his moments, but he was like he was kind of like just Tyler Bate. Is that maybe because they that was a bit of a mix between Progress Tyler Bate and WWE UK yeah. Championship Tyler Bate? Yeah, it seemed like that way. It was like he'd he'd hint towards it, like as the match was going on, and like he was struggling with Mark Andrews, he'd go back to that stuff, and on commentary they were playing it up as. Um, like Trent Seven, uh, like Trent Seven's the bad influence on him, and he's actually not that bad a person. Trent Seven, who's also a face in the WWE <laughs> yeah. UK Championship. But then it, it wasn't this the usual like progress, progress team. In, sorry, this is like Progress in One Hundred and One and One PW, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Um, it wasn't the usual Progress I say commentary progress team in as well. Do you have to say I do, I do not owe you money? Or do you have to say I don't owe you anything? Um, I don't know. We've not we've not really got a catchphrase for that, have we? Uh, no, that's because it wasn't. <laughs> no one bought much from One P Progress One Hundred and One, so there's no money to owe. Do you remember that time they had that they had that title belt and it was just a tag belt with the sticker Progress One Hundred and One <laughs> on front of it? The tag oh, belt that they lent us some. Yeah, wasn't you? No, no I know. I I didn't buy. That. I, I, are we good? Are we doing this? Yeah. Oh, right. I I I was in possession of the tag team title belt at some point. Right, that's fine. Um, which is a story for a later date. It definitely. Is. <laughs> um, <laughs> But we uh, have to do that soon. Yeah, but I, I, I never bought that bell. The person that bought it. Is... Oh, I imagine he would probably have been involved heavily. Was he involved as heavily with Progressive Republic? I, no, no, I think he was the timekeeper. Oh, okay. Sorry, wrong right. person. I'm just thinking on. Oh, yeah, cause... he had a stopwatch, but I don't think he was of any use to anyone. <laughs> Great. Did you ever hold any of the one PW belts for any period of time? Um, I think I was the openweight champion for a little while after the company closed. Looks but... like. Oh, I... you mean like hold the. Uh, I, I no. think I had the world title on me for like half an hour like um, generally as part of like something that was going on on one of the days where we kept stealing the belts from someone I, no I, the closest I got was they, they brought that world heavyweight championship to the to the academy once and stuck a 1PW sticker on that there's a theme going here isn't yeah. there and uh, I got to hold that for a little while yeah that was, that was nothing though that's all Donnie Ball won that no it? no it was Jason Genesis yeah Jason Genesis was it, was it? Uh, I filmed it. 
I was a cameraman for the main event. And you wrestled on the show, didn't you? I, well, I mean... <laughs> Put it this way: more people. We have the saw, footage of that match. More people though. saw that show at my wedding than ever saw any one PW show after Working Man's Blues. Um, Let's get some more up to date British news. Oh, yeah. well, sorry. Well, oh, I've got on. a great British grumble story. Go for it. Right. So the company we're not allowed Bong. to mention. Right. Are doing a show called No Regrets. And the last what? time a British company did a show called No Regrets, they had to go to the Granby and call it still No Regrets. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to talk about another story that happened yesterday. So YouTube Bang. has been redoing all its... how it, Algorithm. Yeah, its algorithm on the videos and what can be monetized and what can't be. Yeah. And wrestling has fallen foul of that algorithm. And what culture rely on YouTube money quite a bit, yeah. and this could have a massive effect on their business. Well, it, it can, but they, they've got all the YouTube channels though that, that are yeah. film channels and shit. Like, yeah, it, like, like he, he, he rewrote the Dark Knight Rises. Um. <laughs> yeah, never forget that. By the way, if you like watch culture of pro wrestling, uh, one of their main, in fact, it's probably their main booker, I imagine. Yeah, uh, he did a uh, video where he rewrote the Dark Knight Rises. I, I know who the head booker is. It's not him. Who is it? I can't say on here. It's one of those things where I don't think it's public knowledge. So okay. I don't I, I, can I say it then? Because I, I, I know who it is well, and I don't it, give a fuck. Go on, then you can say <laughs> it. Said... That. I, just, <laughs> I just muted that. Oh, okay. Then. Why, can't, can't, why can't we say that? Because it's one of those things where it's, it's, I, don't, I think he keeps it quiet, so I don't think it's right for us to go on about it. Like, well, he, even he though we're not a fan of right, the All right, then I like, can yeah. say this. Don't bleep this. He did a training seminar where he taught me how to do a chop, right? <laughs> Who the fuck does a training seminar? Where you how to set it on fire as well. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Don't fair enough. Me. That's fair enough, though. Okay, right. Um, but yeah, um, it could also affect like a lot of other like internet wrestling personalities and stuff. Like there's a lot of like YouTubers and stuff and even companies who use the YouTube money as well. Like they'll put matches up for free and it's like just another little source of income for them. It'll have an effect on them and hopefully it gets resolved. Basically, the money's falling out of YouTube, isn't it? Yeah. Like anyone who was successful on YouTube was successful by being a bit of a twat, which is fine. That works for them. But it turns like, out some of them more than a bit of a twat. Advertise well, yeah, some of them, yeah, some of them are much worse. But um, advertisers aren't keen on that, funnily enough. No. So yeah, let's get on to the other bit of news. I was at Rev Bomb. Pro Epic Encounter yesterday. Yes, you were. Yeah. Um. So I I haven't been to a meet and greet in a long, long time. I don't like doing meet and greet stuff. I find it awkward and weird. But I couldn't pass up the opportunity to meet Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Fair enough. But uh, it was really weird going into the hall. The, so they had pretty much everyone on the show was in the meet and greet. The queue for everyone else, some people, you had, there was maybe three people in front of you. Some people just sat there on the phones. The Young Bucks, I had to queue an hour and a half for nearly. Yeah. Like well, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, because they're the, the main attraction. The show, yeah. Yeah. Um, Kenny Omega even made the reference afterwards. He goes, I think... With everything we've done, we've met everyone in this room today, <laughs> which <laughs> is probably true. Um, so I went to the meet and greet, went for some food. They were late starting the what show. What food did you get? Uh, there's a lovely Italian restaurant across the road from York Hall yeah. that we go to. It's and called Pizza Express, and it's, it's no, I, I don't know the name of it, but it's very nice. It's I always get like pizza from there, and it's all like stone baked and everything. It's really nice. Cool. Um. We got in, the queue is always ridiculous because the security is so strict. Like, you get patted down more times than God, like fucking airport security. Oh, I quite like that. Oh, yeah. Oh. You pretty much get a hand job with your entrance. It's that fucking thorough. Is that, is that why your ticket was so expensive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you only get that with the meet and greet. 
Meet and greet. It's if you're in front four rows, you get wank. you get to completion. Whereas if you sat further back, it's just a quick greet tug. to completion. <laughs> Hear that? So that's so, it sounds uh, like a Hardy Boy special on TV. <laughs> so uh, complete, we, complete, complete. By the time we actually got in the, the show, gesture for that is especially interesting. The show had just started, so the first match on the show was CCK, Chris Brooks, and Travis Banks versus Martin Stone, Sammy Callahan. The reason I mentioned the uh, South Street Power Trip, Sammy Callahan's to change trickle match because this match was pretty much that match. They, re- they pretty much did that match for the London crowd, just switched out TK Cooper and uh, Shane Strickland for Martin Stone and Chris Brooks. How do you feel about that? Bearing in mind, the f- kind of fans that are going to go to Rev Pro can't maybe similar fans that yeah, would that seek out that match. It was a bit weird, but then it was that good of a match that the crowd didn't care. Mm, fair enough. Uh, it, was, it was very good. Like The other thing about that is that, um, I know what you're saying, but the... How do I put this? The Progress show wasn't on normal... Flow slam. It was on something else. So you had to pay per view yeah. to buy. Yeah. So I get what you're saying, but probably because of that, less people would have seen yeah. it. Yeah. And you got the slightly different dynamic with Chris Brooks, who has a bit of submission stuff to him, set rather than like Shane Strickland is more of a high spots guy, and then TK Cooper's kind of high spots, switching him for Martin Stone. So you got some slight differences in it. And Martin so Stone does Martin Stone, Martin Stone wrestles as Martin Stone in Red yeah. Pro, not Daddy Birch. Yeah, Martin okay. Stone. Uh, after yeah, that's them, his WWE gimmick name, isn't it? So Martin Stone got. Took the pinfall for them. CCK retained the tag team titles. Afterwards, Sammy Callahan attacked him and cut a promo saying, "I want everyone to know that if it, you quit, you got fired. I quit from there. And if I if it, if I quit because I wanted to, if you had got fired, you'd still be there scratching and clawing for every opportunity that you wouldn't get. Um, fear you were more of a man than this, and I'm going to prove it. So they're going to have a feud in Rev Pro now, which should be quite good because they'll just beat piss out of each other." Uh, Jay White versus Angelico. This was all right. I've not seen Angelico live ever before. Jay White is solid. He's a New Japan young lion who's on excursion at the moment. It was fine. Um, Hiroki he's, he's, Goto- an, he's Angelico, a Mexican guy. Uh, I, f- I don't know if he's actually Mexican or not. I, I think he might be like LA based, but he teams with Jack Evans a lot. Like okay. Jack Evans is still a fit. I'm seeing them. Yeah, well, yeah, well, Jack tomorrow, Evans yeah. Rest- has done, done loads in AAA, I mean. Yeah, they're a team in AAA. Okay. Yeah, um, he's one of the suplex guys as well. Like he. He was one of the first guys sponsored by Suplex from outside of England. So sponsored Splex. by Afro Allen, then. Yeah. Uh, next <laughs> one was all for... the references for this. <laughs> Hiroki Goto versus Zach Gibson. Uh, we've talked about Zach Gibson on this before. The, when he does the promo, like you haven't got to experience the full thing of it when he gets literally like booed so loud you can't hear a word he's saying and just constant chance of fuck off Gibson and stuff. And yeah, they really like Scouts in London. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's good that he plays up to that, though, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I think it's it, great. It I think it's brilliant. There was a moment where he definitely played up to it. Because there's a lot this. of wrestlers that just want cheers, even yeah. if yeah. they're heels. And for some people, it does work. Like, the Young Bucks, I think that their they're, like, sort of gimmick, you can, they can be heels but get cheered. Yeah. But I think there's not there's not many heels that actively seek booze, so that's why I really like mm-hmm. Zach Gibson. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's why him and uh, Nathan Cruz are so good together in progress because they're two guys who actually actively seek booze, so they're actually a proper heel team, which kind of makes me want to like them. But I know I shouldn't. But but yeah, they're a proper like bad guy team. Uh, the best part about this was Hiroki Goto was stood there not knowing what the fuck was going on while Zach Gibson was trying to cut his promo. He's just like staring at him like, "Can we fight already?" <laughs> um, it, there's a spot in this match. So one of the chants that Zach Gibson is, "Where is my car stereo?" That one. Uh, the referee got distracted, so he actually went and got a car stereo from underneath the ring and tried to hit Hiroki Goto with it. Uh, Goto eventually got the win on that one. It was a good match. 
the last match before intermission was Hiromu Takahashi, the current IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion versus Marty Skrull. This was fucking brilliant. Um, the match started with um, them fighting over Marty's umbrella where Hiromu Takahashi was threatening to lick it because he licks things. That's what he does. Oh, is he the guy with the jacket? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know you mean. Uh, eventually he did lick it so Marty well, Skrull took it off him. the description. He is the guy yeah. with the jacket. Absolutely. Yeah, but he's got, he's got like a white leather jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Marty like whacked him full whack around the head with the umbrella to start the match. Unprotected and, uh, umbrella shot to the head. Yeah. It was an absolutely ridiculously good match. I'd, that's one of like three matches on the show that people should really seek out. Uh, at intermission, we got the British Cruiserweight Unification match. What, uh, what's this? Because Josh Bowden was the interim Cruiserweight champion. Yeah, they show. had an interim. Do you not remember? We did talk about this. They had an interim champion, and you said it was bullshit. Yeah, I, I, I'm. Yeah, because Will Ospreay, with, I'm in agreement <laughs> with Past Darrell about this. Because <laughs> Will Ospreay wasn't available for all shows, so they wanted a cruiser, interim cruiserweight champion as well. Okay. Uh, this was the unification match between him and Will Ospreay. It was really good. Josh Bowden won though, good. and Josh Bowden is a bit of a dick. He grabbed some guy's glasses from the front row and threw them clean over the ring. Um, right, that's not okay. I'll yeah. tell you right now, that's not okay because they're not cheap. No, they're not. I think the guy might have done something to encourage him to do that. Cause I think he might have like tried to grab him or something because he, he he was getting a bit agitated with him, telling him to jump the barricade, like saying like "Come over here." Because oh, that makes it all right then. Never mind. Oh yeah, it's a dick move. This is but... the knob versus knob challenge then, yeah. isn't it? Uh, but yeah, the match was really good. Uh, Will Ospreay's Will Ospreay. He, he was doing like his cool new submission, and I don't really know how to describe it on here, but. It was really good. Um, it's called the I'm Really Fucking yeah. Cool Lock. The next match was a no disqualification match between James Castle and Shaw Samuels. So they've been a tag team forever and they split up, but the crowd didn't really care for this at all, uh, especially not for James Castle. They like Shaw Samuels because he's been around forever and he's good. Uh, this was just a load of stuff happened. It, it was kind of, it was in between like some bigger stuff. So it was one of those things, but it ended with James Castle defeating Shaw Samuels, but then Shaw Samuels cut off his giant Mohawk and threw it into the crowd. Like he knocked him out and then cut off his mohawk, so that'll continue. Well, he shaved his hair. He got some scissors because yeah, he's got a mohawk that like it must have been like about two feet off his head. It was fucking huge, right? And he cut the mo- cut the mohawk down and then threw all the bits in the crowd and stuff. Yeah, that it wasn't much to write home about. Shaw Samuels was great, but I don't know much about James Castle to be honest. Uh, the next match was the Re- Rev Pro British Heavyweight Title: Zaki Free Belts, Zack Saber Junior versus Kushida. This was fucking amazing. Like I like my technical wrestling and stuff, and this was just so fucking good. Like it was, I I've, when it got announced, I thought Kushida's like a legit black belt in jiu-jitsu and he's a good wrestler and everything. And Zack Saber Jr. is grappling. This will be good. It was way better than I ever thought it'd be. I don't throw away brown star ratings or anything, but this would be like fucking like four and three quarter stars. Yeah, it would be four and three quarter stars. Yeah, <laughs> if not more, it was fucking amazing. I you can't do more. It. There's no such thing. as It's more. one of those it's where like Japan. I was sat. I was just sat watching the match like. Just leant forward, just staring at the ring, just with a big smile on my face. It was amazing. Cool. Uh, and then the next match happened, the main event, Bullet Club. Kenny, well, it's written as Bullet Club on the thing I'm reading. The Elite, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks versus Leo Rush, Ryan Smile and Shane Strickland. I, Did I, Ryan Smile do the graphics for this show? I don't know whether he does the graphics for these because normally he's got a certain style. That Was he on the poster? No. He didn't do the graphics. Carry on. <laughs> Um. Yeah, this match was like what? what? I don't know. What yeah, you're... Oh, it, it, Ryan Smile gets does does the graphics for a lot of indie shows and puts himself on the poster. <laughs> he did. Um, there was a thing for the, the the reason why I've got an issue about it is because X Pac did one of them um, evening with things, right? And Ryan Smile was the host. And I shit you not, the poster 
has got a bigger picture of Ryan Smile than, <laughs> than X Pack. <laughs> he's the promoter of the company that's just starting Lucha Forever as well. Yeah. Yeah, can I point out? I don't know if he's a good wrestler or not. I've maybe he's seen all him right. Once. He's all I just right. Yeah. Have an issue with that X Pack thing. He's all right. He, he didn't look out of place in this match, for instance. Okay. Uh, I I was posting stuff on the Royal Rumble Twitter account last night, and I made a claim saying this was possibly the greatest Rev Pro like main event I'd see like ever. And after sleeping on it, I still hold that true. This was one of the most entertaining matches I've seen live. It was just absolutely brilliant. It was everything you'd want from like when. You've paid to see the elite. You want to see all the stuff they do. It was just absolutely perfect. And How many super kicks did you see? Not as many as you think. Like they they built up to like three or four spots where they did super kicks. Like okay. that was it. Like it wasn't like they were just throwing them out continuously. Like they built up to one where Shane Strickland did like something ridiculous where he went for a dive but everyone moved. So instead he like jumped over the rope and managed to land on the apron on his hands and then flip over and land on his feet on the floor, which. It, it looks as ridiculous as it sounds okay. when I'm trying to describe it. And then he turned around and got super kicked. And that was like the first, but it was only like four spots in the sh- in the match. Meltzer driver, how many? Yeah, uh, just, well, a double Meltzer driver for the finish okay. where uh, Kenny and uh, Nick both had them and Matt did the flip. But yeah, um, the show should be on Rev Pro on demand by the time this show goes up. So go, go watch it because this show was absolutely brilliant. Um, even if you're not sold on the matches, what I've said, just fucking go watch it because there's some absolutely brilliant stuff, especially in the main event and Zack Sabre Jr. vs. Kushida. Um, because it's the match doesn't feature much British talent, I'm trying. Um, the Zack Sabre Jr. vs. Kushida is going to be a match of the week. British match of the week. We saw Zack do something else as well, didn't we, this week? Well, I mean, you just watched it, Graham. Yeah, he did. He did yeah, well, let's, let's get on to it. So I've watched New Japan, me, Daryl. Have you? Like proper New Japan and all that. Yeah. Why are you saying it like that though? Because you watched the um, New Japan thing at New Year, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, but I don't. I don't watch it very often, do I? Plus, oh, right. I didn't watch that one until after like Jim Ross had done commentary on it. Because <laughs> that's how that's how I roll. Um, yeah, New Japan. What was it? Sakura you... Genesis. When did Jim Ross do commentary on that? He uh, he did end of January. I gave him the the access show because. Um, yeah, but on like, the air, he said he watched that, and we did that the yeah, week I know we thing. did. Yeah, <laughs> I had that one too. <laughs> yeah, what? Oh, just no. some, just some covering uh, lies here. I did. What? Um, <laughs> play it back. Wrestling. <laughs> Carry on. Have you watched this week? No, we sat and watched a six-hour show. Not, I'm not complaining about that part. It was a six-hour yeah. show, but it was a very good six-hour show. But I saw the end of the show. I walked yeah. in, walked into your flat at oh, the end of the show. Saw, that was. Yeah. You walked in. At, you walked in at a very opportune moment that we'll talk about. Yeah, later. I, talk, I, walk, I walked in and saw the bit that I want to talk about. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll quickly go through the prelim match because uh, you've you've only seen like the main title matches. I've seen well. the important matches. Yeah. <laughs> so early on in the show, we got Nakanishi, Liger, and David Finley. They beat uh, Kitamura, Oka, and uh, Kawato, who were three young lions. Yeah. <laughs> they beat them with wrestling moves. Yep, yeah. 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 It was just one Bomb. of those. We got Tamatonga, Tangaroa, Chase Owens, uh, and Yujiro Takahashi versus Tiger Mask, Tiger Mask W, <laughs> Yuji Nagata, and Togi Makabe. Uh, in that one, it was um, damn it. Uh, sorry, I've lost my chain of thought. Uh, Chase Owens tripped up Liger and Tong. Not Liger. Fucking, fucking love Chase Owens. Yeah, Chase Owens and then Tamatonga got Do you the pinfall. Chase Owens beat Will Ospreay, and you said he wouldn't, and I said he would. Yeah, Chase Owens. He just randomly appears, doesn't he? Just ruins shit. I know all about New Japan. Me, <laughs> yeah, it, it's really great that you know Kota Ibushi, known mentalist, is just there in a random prelim match again. Uh, Yoshihashi and Rocky Romero and Trent Beretta beat Minoru Suzuki, Takamichi Noku and Taichi. Um, oh, fucking hell, my notes were all over the place. It was Desperado, I think. 
Well, just do the main yeah. matches. Then Fucking right, just skip forward. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega and Baluk Fale beat Tomo Ishii and Yano. Um, I that's love Fale. Yep. Kenny you Omega and... Baluk Fale, don't you, Daryl? Daryl, apparently. Kenny Omega and... Tom, tomorrow Ishii are going to have a match on the next big show which will be fucking brilliant it'll be just hopefully, hopefully even better than the last match uh, Tanahashi Juice Robinson Ricochet and Taguchi beat Naito Sanada Evil and Bushi in this match Juice, Juice Robinson, Robinson Juice Robinson got the pinfall on Naito CJ Parker to set up a <laughs> IWGP Intercontinental title match and it wasn't like fi- he hit him with his finish beat him clean and Naito sold it like fucking death yeah. like, he, he was like selling like he'd had his neck broken maybe and, he did like, just like shows like how the New Japan guys think about it. It's like, well, if I can make this guy look fucking brilliant, then it's going to make our match mean more. Uh, whereas Noah thinks like, well, you got to keep people strong and all that. Uh, so let's go to the matches that we kind of saw. Uh, War Machine versus Kojima and Tenzan for the IWGP tag titles. Tag titles. So uh, Kojima and Tenzan are probably the most legendary tag team in New Japan. I think they've held the belts more than any other team. And they won them recently from Ishii and Yano. Uh, War Machine. Who's better out of them with Dudley Boys? Because Dudley Boys have held loads of tag titles. I mean, Dudley Boys are Dudley Boys, aren't they? They're legendary. Like, yeah. they're, they're like legendary all over the world. So, I'll go for yeah, Dudley's. Yeah, yeah. Have uh, Kojima and his mate won, uh, won, the, <laughs> won the TNA tag team titles. So, that's about it. Uh, so, War Machine have just been doing they little win bits. The but... tag team titles. <laughs> War Machine have got like over Did they win really the WWF quickly. SmackDown tag team titles. Sorry, go on now. Uh, one machine have got over quite quickly in New Japan, and they were one of the teams rumored WB were looking at while they were in the contract with Ring of Honor. Where I genuinely can I say yeah. I genuinely think the reason. By the way, that's something we should mention. Uh, apparently, WB don't want to buy Ring of Honor anymore. They just might want to buy some of their old content. That's it. That's actually what I said ages ago was right. Anyway, yeah, you just predicting future, aren't you? Oh, future, future, future. It's like War Machine are kind of like the like atypical Japanese like Gaijin team, where it's just two big blokes who do loads of stuff. And the crowd love them. Yeah, so this is why I think WWE haven't gone for them because they've already got heavy machinery and they've got authors of pain. I guarantee you, even though War Machine are almost certainly better than both of them, someone's gone and I'm like, bah, we've already got big teams, haven't we? So, so like, it's a fat bloke with a beard. Like, we've already got, got the shining stars. What do we need them <laughs> for? <laughs> it's definitely us. But uh, War Machine like surprisingly won the IWGP tag titles. And uh, they, I think they're going to do a rematch on the Dontaku show as well with Tamatonga and Tangaloa, the Grills Destiny involved in the match as well as a freeway. But uh, yeah, it was a, this was a really fun match and uh, War Machine just always looked really great. Uh, next one's uh, Hiroki Goto versus Zack Sabre Jr. for the never open weight title. Zaki three, four, but no. He, he was trying to make three. it four belts, wasn't he? But uh, he was unsuccessful. Um, so in this match, it was a lot of groundwork early. Um, Goto trying for the power moves because being the more powerful guy, that made sense. Uh, kept going for stuff. There was a lot of similarities to the match Zack Sabre Jr. had with Shibata here. Um, including run-ins from the rest of the members of Suzuki Gun. Yeah. Uh, however, it backfired this time, and Suzuki couldn't get the better of Goto, and Goto ended up getting the pinfall on Shibata on Saber. I think Goto and Suzuki are going to have something to do with each yeah, other. Yeah, that they? that's the next never open weight title match. Yeah, which would be sense. really great because Shibata, like Suzuki, just has that aura about him of a genuine like psychopath. He's he's actually terrifying. Like <laughs> he's a bit weird, like. He's, yeah. he got, he's 40, what, 7? 47. He got flames shaved into his head. Because no fucking hairdresser is telling him he can't have flames in his hair. Imagine that. Um, are you sure they want the flames in the head? Yes. All right. Just, I don't, don't think, even, I don't think he even said yes. I think he just turns and looks at them. All right. Don't set me on fire. <laughs> he was one of the founding fathers of Pancrase. 
That's how old. That's how, like how so long yeah, he's been around. Getting like, like flames shaved in your head to me is like the equivalent of getting a Nike tick shaved in back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying you're harder than him? Yeah. Right, there you go, yeah, Suzuki. The challenge has been laid down. Uh, Greg, did you have any thoughts on this match at all? Or? Uh, it was pretty much what I expected from Zack Sabre Jr., but mm. like, it seems to go down better in New Japan than it might do yeah. elsewhere. I think it's really good that like they've had him wrestle heavyweights recently. Even though they on the commentary they made reference to the fact that technically he's a junior, they've said like, well, because of his style though, because it's more groundwork and he can wear people down, it works for him to work against heavyweights because he's counteracting the fact that he's not as strong as them by trying to rip their arms off. Yeah, they did point that out, didn't they? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Kevin Kelly pointed out, I should say. Well, yeah. Kevin uh, Kelly's a hermaphrodite. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Kelly sounds really different to how he used to, doesn't he? Uh, sounds did, like did he knows it? what he's talking about nowadays. Yeah, he's, he doesn't sound like he did on the European version of the Heat commentary years ago with him <laughs> Michael, and Michael Hayes talking about monkeys on telly, <laughs> whilst Takamichi Noku and Fanaki are having a match against Raven and Justin Credible. Oh, the glory days. Yeah. Uh, it's next up, IWGP Junior title. Um, T- Hiromu Takahashi defended against Kushida. So they had this big hype package because this is the rematch from Tokyo Dome. It's a massive like, a massive match. It's Kushida, the flag bearer of the new, uh, junior division, challenging Hiromu Takahashi. They, this, is the, this is what happened. Uh, so as Hiromu is making his entrance, Kushida gets on the top rope and dives to the outside onto him, puts him on a chair, kicks him in the face quite hard into the second row. Match has still um, not started. Yeah, the match hasn't started here. He eventually picks him up and throws him in the ring. The bell rings. As Hiromu's trying to get up, Kashida runs up, kicks him in the arm, gets him in the hoverboard lock. Hiromu eventually makes the ropes. Kashida ends up on the apron, and then Hiromu jumps and does the sunset powerbomb like to the outside on him, and Kashida bangs his head on the floor, rolls him back in, hits his finish, hits him with a death valley driver into the corner, hits him with his finish again and pins him clean. One minute and 34 seconds. Oh, they tried to rip off Brock Goldberg. Well, I did. It's funny. I've not even made the comparison until now, <laughs> but it was a bit like that, except not at all. Oh. It was like the hype video was longer than the entrances and the match. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Who's yeah. harder out of bloke that won that and Brock Lesnar? Probably Brock Lesnar. Yeah, probably Brock Lesnar. But, but I reckon Brock Lesnar wouldn't beat him in a fight. <laughs> this guy would be like... Oh, I'm mental. I'm going to kiss you yeah, and lick it, your face. And Brock Lesnar be it, like, oh, get off me, faggot. He, he licks the belt and stuff. <laughs> yeah, oh. Right, I clarify. Wait, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just realised what you said then. <laughs> That's what Brock Lesnar would say. That's not my word. I'm not cor- corroborating that. Right? That That's not okay. But Brock Lesnar... But let's not forget Brock Lesnar once said in a... In I'm a, done, huh? <laughs> he said we in had an interview a, once. Right. D- we had a whole conversation before we started recording because... We want to try and have less edits because I've got stuff to do tomorrow. And it was all aimed at Daryl. And then you throw out that. You looked out for the dark horse. <laughs> Brock Lesnar once said in an interview, I don't like gays. Put that in your interview. So that's why, okay? It's Brock Lesnar, not me. Yeah, I think Brock Lesnar would be suitably freaked out and not want to go near Takahashi. Like, oh, quit us, get them away. So, <laughs> it's not much better. <laughs> I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying that's what Brock Lesnar would be like. Even though he did kiss Kurt Angle at one time. Oh, yeah, that makes it all right, doesn't it? But that's yeah. Kurt, though, innit? He's he's not. He wouldn't. Two, what? Huh? Yeah. So, grab me and think of Sable. He's got a, he's got a nice jacket. I know. Um, <laughs> Time bomb. Let's talk about the main event, please. Uh, Kazuchika Okada defending the IWGP Heavyweight Title 
against Katsuyori Shibata. Right, I, I don't even know how to start talking about this now. Like, if we could talk about it a yeah, few that, days ago. Right, the hindsight makes it difficult. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. To this match, like, already. But then I, I was watching the match still, like, I'm, I'm sure you heard me giggle like a fucking girl through some little bits of it. Because just, there was just some bits where I was just like, this is brilliant. Uh, I, I'm, was it the bit where he had butted him? No, it, no. that bit, like... Was it the bit where he was just booting him in chest? Some of those stuff. It was when they do the things where like Okada will like stop trying to some like trying to get in submission holes with him and slap him, and then Shibata just kind of stands there and goes, "Yeah, that's going to work out well for you." And then he pags him, like that type of stuff. I enjoy. But uh, yeah, this match, like we'll talk about all the after stuff in a second. I'm trying. Well, what rating do you think it got from Big Dave? Five stars. Yeah, did you? Okada because in Japan, <laughs> Okada <laughs> has higher than a five star average this year. Still, it's like five and a quarter stars average. They're going to test that one soon though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, this match, it started off with uh, Shibata kind of schooling him on the ground and stuff, just kind of like showing his dominance over him when it comes to like amateur style wrestling and jiu-jitsu and things like that. Uh, It gets into a bit of a brawl. Um, They go backwards and forwards between who's taking control of the match. And then it just gets more ridiculous, more ridiculous. And one of the stories of the match, and one of the stories that's following Okada down now is the weakening of the Rainmaker because at one point this was a really protective finish and now it, he's having to hit it four or five times in the match to get a finish out, to get the pinfall. Do you remember when Nigel McGuinness would just hit lariat after lariat after lariat? You've taken one of his lariats, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, lariat after lariat and then he fucked his old arm up yeah. and uh, it part, partly cost him his WWE career. Um, I think he's fucking himself up. Um, I think other people are fucking Okada up for him enough. <laughs> Especially with what happened a bit later in this match. People are too busy fucking themselves up. Yeah. Worry about what they're doing to Who's them. harder out of Shibata right now and me? <laughs> oh, you know what? Even even considering his current situation, I think he'd fuck you up, I mate. Think he's, <laughs> all right, you yeah. Up, mate. yeah. <laughs> because that's, that's like, all joking aside, like he has had MMA fights and stuff. His record's pretty shit, but you know, he's yeah, but I've watched there, fights with like the MMA fighters that have like got one arm. I'm thinking probably take you. You That's what all be... the people who fight him probably no, think as well. No, oh. you you've had, you've had, well, actually, you you've had more drinks this week. But... Moment, but probably not. Probably not Shibata. <laughs> There's a question on the best on Chuck Taylor's oh, things where he always was... asks people which MMA, which women's MMA fighter do they think he could beat? And Matt Riddle just went, dude, I think you're fucked. <laughs> right. So, do you know on there? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you think him and Dross can have some kind of robot oh, wars battle? Oh, God. <laughs> So you're annoyed that I said something, something controversial. Honma is he's recovering. Yeah, I am annoyed about that because I went to have a best behaviour and then you ruined it. I didn't ruin it. I was, you know, it wasn't... I he's was, had a drink, he's feeling big. Because when he mentioned Honma in Other Room, that thought came into my head and I went, oh, and I'm like, I'll save it. And then then he gave me the warning, so I'm like, oh, I'll leave it. And then you dropped an F-bomb. I didn't drop it. Well, yeah, you did. Oh, well, all right. Look, yeah. It wasn't me, it was Brock. Considering hypothetical the... Brock Lesnar. Right, hypothetical Brock drops an F-bomb. Yeah, he did, yeah. Right, so um, the whole thing is the weakening of the Rainmaker, and Okada's, uh, Shibata is working on Okada's arm through the match as well to weaken it even further. So there, he tries for the Rainmaker twice in the match, and Shibata counts each time, but then he eventually hits it. But Shibata doesn't even go down for it, and that's the first time that's been done. Like He, he, he hits him with the Rainmaker, and he, he just like he stands there. And then he grabs Okada's head and full-blown, like, unprotected headbutts him. Yeah. And at the time, watching it live, like, I was kind of like, shit, please stop doing that. And now Is I'm that the moment like, in the match you think Dave Meltzer ejaculated? 
No, Dave, Dave <laughs> helps, hates the headbutts. Like, I'm surprised yeah. he, he gave the five. match five stars. Yeah, I'm surprised he did because I thought he'd get. Because the uh, Ishii match from Tokyo Dome last year, he said that would have been a five star match without the headbutts. Yeah, but what you're forgetting is that it's one rule for Japan and one rule for another. The other you've forgotten that is what you've forgotten. Oh, yeah, good Because point. it's Japan and he likes Okada and he likes Shibata. And that's why his whole system is shite. And he can bollocks with his six stars because that <laughs> I like setting him off. On the <laughs> well, I, I'm just playing the other match that I mentioned there was Japan as well, and it was Tokyo Dome as well. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, but he, like he, he marked it down for, for the headbutts. Yeah, but that that match wasn't didn't have a Carter in it. The, this didn't match have a Carter and quiz. Shibata. Yeah, and he loves a Carter and Shibata. Oh, Carter and Shibata. Does he love Shibata now? What he's done to himself. Well, he's yeah. irresponsibly so let's, caused let's damage to himself. Yeah, let's talk about the rest of the match. Like, I wish JBL, like, just had unprotected their butts to a brick wall. Can we say that? <laughs> yeah. I'll say that. He'll block you a bit, yeah. That's yeah, fine. Exactly. Oh, you're blocked on Twitter. Oh, oh. no. Blocked block by JBL and Mick Foley. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the match continues. I'm only blocked by the true Geordie. I'm crap. <laughs> There's a point where um, Shibata manages to lock in the rear naked choke, but can't really get the finish. Eventually, it goes with the... Um, the way Okada normally does it now is he'll go for the Rainmaker and then hold on to the arm and that'll be the story. Like, you saw it with the Omega match and he did it with uh, Suzuki as well and Tiger Mask W where he hits the Rainmaker but then he'll fall down too but then hold on to the wrist and eventually hit the Rainmaker for a last time and get the pinfall. And it was like, it was this really great moment in this absolutely stunning match where they're both laid there and there's a little subtle thing that, like, out of character, like, Shibata, like, tapped Okada on the shoulder as, like, a, you know, fucking good match type thing. And... It was just absolutely a stunning match. I think it deserves its rating. Like I really, really love How did you know match, that tap was to say that? That tap might have been spasms. It might have been in hindsight. Some like, yeah. Sort of like some kind of brain thing. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, so, well, after, directly after the match, yeah, one thing was happening in front of the camera and one thing was happening behind the camera. Let's talk about it in front of the camera first because that's the more like the one we can have a laugh and joke about. Actually, we'll talk about the one behind the camera first, then we can go back to the one that we can make fun of a bit. Race so, uh, going backstage, uh, Shibata collapsed. Refused help, right? Yeah, he Which refused help going out. Gimmick, yeah. but... but then when he got backstage, he collapsed, and a doctor uh, got medical attention to him straight away. He went to the hospital and had to have emergency surgery. He's got a subdural hematoma. Which, which is, is actually on the brain, isn't it? yeah it's a bleed on the brain it's actually fatal in most cases as well that's the terrifying thing about this yep. and there was some people who yeah thought he, this he's harder than me then isn't he because I'd yeah, have died from he, that yeah he is yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, it, it's also the people who survive from it it's very it's quite a small chance that you'll gain full like thing, like full capabilities back Big Dave so, thought it was a work for a couple of days, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Well done, Dave. I knew it wasn't a work, and I'm not the wrestling observer. I don't call myself the wrestling observer. He don't have his own pro as a tea store yet, do you? No, I don't. Exactly. I don't need. I don't have one that says, "Oh, king of wrestling." I mean, uh, so Okada now. Um, let me find my thing because I've got the uh, update on him here. Shibata. Uh, yeah, on Shibata. Um, Is that kind of bread? What? That's Shibata, isn't it? That's Shibata. Yeah. yeah. So he had it was a combination of dehydration and the trauma of the legitimate skull and skull headbutt hospitalized him and at this point is believed he will never be cleared to wrestle. He is currently in hospital and is awake, can carry on a conversation, has some memories of the match itself. He initially had some right side paralysis, but that is getting better. Right. Here's the thing. I sympathize with with them on one level because I don't want to see anyone lose their livelihood. But on another level, and it's something that sort of goes on spoken about Daniel Bryan as well. Yeah. It I mean it's his fault, isn't it? You know, he knew I have no sympathy for this man because I watched that match 
and he weren't protecting himself or his opponent on several occasions. Yeah. See, actually, I know, I know you have an issue with the the kicks and things like that. Yeah, like, I know he does hit really hard, but on those things, like I kind of agree with like what Meltzer says about these ones that they're in kind of a safe place. But there was one or two shots that veer out, but that's going to happen. Like it's just one of those things. But in general, he's aiming for areas where at most you get, like unless you've unless you like really 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 try and hurt someone. Like, in most cases, it's just going to do superficial damage, if any. Right. Well, the way Yoen Miz takes piss out of Daniel Bryan's kicks. Yeah. Right. The, and he's kicking in the same area. Yeah. At no point do I wince and flinch at that. And it, it, It's kind of the same thing, though, with, like, uh, how uh, Nakamura used to do the, um, the Kinshasa um, when he used to do the knee. It uh, was the Bombay when it was in New Japan. Um, where it was a way of putting weight into the move to make it look legitimate, but actually he's not putting his full weight into it. So it's a way of doing it where it looks devastating, but actually he's hitting in a way that it's not going to do any damage to the person taking it. And there's a lot of that in, in the style of New Japan of learning how to work that way, where you can kind of go pretty much full force without actually injuring your opponent. And it's part of the whole um, the um, Inoki pro wrestling martial art thing that we've yeah. talked about on previous po- on the previous yeah, podcast we've about had this argument haven't we yeah. i was literally re- hearing through it the other day <laughs> yeah so um yeah it's part of that and the training that you get at the new japan dojo and all the japanese dojos that you know pro wrestling it's it's treat like a sport even though everyone's in on the act nowadays they still very much hold it as it's it's a sport and you have to like still kind of protect it and you go for these things and as long as you're not legitimately trying to injure your opponent it's okay to like Try to like put your shots in a little bit and work like snug as they say sometimes. But um, very different see, thing working snug yeah. to what actually happened. In see, the match, I, isn't it? it's difficult because I'm I'm a absolutely huge Shibata fan and I'm I'm with you on it. Like it is his fault that this has happened. Um, his style was always going to have this toll on him, and I just didn't realize. But I don't think we could have guessed that it would have been this much of a toll at a certain point. I think essentially we probably hoped that. It sounds right. It sounds bullshit from me to be saying this, but I'm going to say it. It's that we hope that he would smarten up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get the whole laying it in thing, but there's laying it in and there's doing an unprotected headbutt. Yeah. That like when he did the Nakajima one, that that was the first time I'd seen him do it, and it it horrified me then. And at the same time, it's like he's done it once, and it's to like build a few, but it's still it's not okay. But he's done it the once. And then he did it again against Bobby Fish, I think it were. And you're like, why are you doing it in this match? And then he does it in this match. And you can get like, you can justify it to a certain point. But then you instantly think you can justify it in a storyline sense. But then almost then you think, no, but then this is real. You're legitimately headbutting someone and giving yourself a horrible injury. here. And like, I I hope it's not the end of his career. It looks like it might be. If he's never going to be clear. This is gonna sound bad, I, I, but I will, I, I, I will clarify it. I hope it is at the end of it. I hope yeah. it is the end of his career because I don't want him to get worse. Yeah, because I don't think, just judging on the guy's mentality, I don't think he has it in him to tone down. Yeah, so it might be one of those things, and it's the whole thing with Daniel Bryan. Same reason I don't want Daniel Bryan to wrestle again. Yeah, is because it, I don't think he has it in him to not to like go right. Okay, well we'll wrestle again. Well, I'm not going to do this stuff again. He'll be like, either I wrestle and do this stuff again, which can cause him serious yeah. injury, or he'll just never wrestle again. I think as a closing thing of this, it's it's kind of it's another sad. St- it's like the Daniel Bryan story in a way, where it's kind of a sad ending to it all. Where, um, like his whole story through New Japan, where he was supposed to be one of the chosen few with Nak- with uh, Nakamura and Tanahashi, 
and he left the company because he didn't want to be a company man and he went and did MMA and was a freelancer. And then he comes back to the company to try and build himself back up again. And he spent the last, what, five years working his way back up to this point where he finally gets a title shot and he's over as fuck with the crowd and everything. And it's this great thing. You know how I said last week, I thought he was going to win. Here's why I thought he was going to win. I thought New Japan were going to do that thing of he wins the title, right? Maybe defends it once, loses it to Omega. Mm. And so Omega would be coming in having never beaten Okada, yeah. but be the champion. I thought that was what was going to happen. And instead, and not only did he obviously not win the title, but the sad thing is he might never wrestle again. Yeah, and it, it's like, it, this was almost like, the this was the absolute breaking point in so many ways where it was like, this was his big moment and he, he shined so well in it. And just that one Shock. decision was like the one decision too many and we're in the situation we are now. And I just hope he gets to a point where if not, if he doesn't come back to the ring, that you know he can live his life without worry that this is going to come back. Good news though for Dowell. Uh, yeah. Valley <laughs> beat up Okada, didn't he? So guess who's getting a bloody title shot? Yeah. So I'll just go for it after the match. Um, they're presenting Okada with a title, and he's about to cut his promo. He reaches out for uh, Gato's hand in the mic, but instead he gets a shot to the back of the head from Bad Luck Fale, who beats the piss out of him and Gato. <laughs> um. Why did you... Isn't it shined? Or shone? Shone. Are you sure? Because I've just looked it up and there's two you can say shined or shone. Oh, alright. What were you saying? Bad Luck Fale what? Yeah, Bad Luck Fale uh, came in and attacked Okada and it, he's going to be the next contender for the IWGP title. That's meant... Yeah, it's almost like... If yeah, it, so remember you saying that <laughs> Okada had this five-star streak? Well, this is going to be tested. It goes back to the Madman Manson promo from PCW, the one where it's uh, Nigel, so you can get a good match out of anyone. You can get a good match out of the worst wrestler in the world. Well, here I am. Bad luck, <laughs> Fally's not the worst wrestler in the world, but if Okada gets a five match, five-star match out of this guy, like he's the greatest wrestler of all time. Are they like, going to put the belt on him? No. No. Right, so if they do put the belt on him, <laughs> uh, I'll in this instance not like 10 years in future but in this instance um i i will review every major new japan show for for, right. for a year this, right, that's on the audio you can yeah. hear that that's, a, that's this a is this is how the match is going to go down okay bad luck Fale is going to beat the absolute piss out of okada he's going to he's going to give him like his worst beating that he's had out of any of these matches and okada is going to scrape through by the skin of his teeth and that's when omega comes out and that's how they set up the rematch Fighting spirit. <laughs> yeah, that's how they do it. Where like Okada gets the absolute piss beaten out of him, can barely stand after the match, King's and then Road. Omega comes out and says, "Now, the now brain. the under boss no. is taking care of you. The boss is here now, and we're doing it again, brother." And that'll okay. be that. That's my prediction, anyway. And then is that when they put the belt on Omega? I believe if he doesn't win it before, I think he will win it at Long Beach for the G One special shows. Really, will you? Yeah. Uh, are we going to talk about the Super Sasma- uh, Shake Up? Yeah, we should do, really, shouldn't we? Come on, talk about the Superstar Shake-Up after this. Hi, my name is Glenn Jacobs, and I'm running for mayor of Knox County here in the great state of Tennessee. In my career, I've been blessed to travel all over the world and see all the great communities that I kind of had to offer. I grew up locked in a basement suffering severe psychological and emotional scarring when my brother set my parents on fire. From there, I shifted around among a series of mental institutions until I was grown, at which point I buried my brother alive, twice. Since then, I've set a couple of people on fire and abducted various co-workers. In my opinion, 
Knox County is the best place to live, work, and raise a family. 22 years ago, I met the love of my life here in East Tennessee. We decided to make this place our home and to raise our family here. Divorced. Broke up my ex-wife's wedding and tombstone the priest. And for reasons never quite explained, I have an unhealthy obsession with torturing Pete Rose. President Reagan once called America the shining city on a hill. Let's make Knox County an example of what that shining city looks like. Together, we can and we will make Knox County the standard bearer for the rest of Tennessee and the entire South. Thank you. Once electrocuted a man's testicles. <laughs> how is Kane gonna get in, right? You know how when Linda McMahon went get in, got in, they went, Oh, look at all this stuff that they did on He's Kane. <laughs> oh, look at this time someone pretended to be you and did a rape on a dead body. How are you gonna be our mayor? Governor? Something I don't know. Mayor of Knox County. Yeah. Maybe maybe you could be transferred to mayorship in the superstar shake up. Oh, <laughs> Wait, I've got a good link Go as well. So, Mayor of Knox County. Yep. Do you know what Mike Knox is doing now? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's got his own YouTube channel where he's a superhero called Turkey Dude. You not think he's a Snitsky? Or a Snitsky partner oh, as well? There oh, you are. Oh, is that Snitsky? Yeah, Snitsky. It's not yeah. a good link. No, it's a bad link. <laughs> Snitsky's related to Kane, though. It's not Snitsky's fault <laughs> he got that wrong. <laughs> Snitsky punted a baby once. Uh, we're he talking did. about the Kane's Superstars. baby. Yeah, exactly, yeah. We're talking about the Superstars shake-up. Um... Yeah, it's just a bit underwhelming, to be honest. It was all a bit like, all because I like how there's no rhyme or reason to it. It was just like as the episode's going, it's like here's another one. Like, whoa, look at the bloody wacky! This person's already in a feud. Why are they against war? Actually, just looking at the list, was there anyone on the who moved over to Raw who wasn't actually on Raw? I'm just trying uh, to think. Was what, Callisto on? What do you mean? Who? Because there was quite a few on SmackDown who got announced by video, like. It was like a hype video for them, or like just a graphic came up saying this person's. Oh, okay. oh you mean actually who? who yeah, yeah, people who hadn't okay. physically travelled, like the New Day or whatever. Yeah, and uh, Lana had that weird one where she did like a lap dance to a chair. But it's and, weird because they they told didn't they say that all the Raw stars should was needs to turn up to SmackDown? Didn't they send them? Up? Yeah, I don't think they ever actually said. Well, that. Rusev and no, not Lana's. on the air. I mean, I, I've heard on some podcasts I listened to that. They told them to travel to both days to TV. On, on somewhat. I, I think Rusev well, just had surgery, so... That's all right. Rusev just Rusev's had surgery. Yeah, I mean, like, proper wrestlers like New Day. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's run through some of these quickly, then, because we've, we've already gone pretty long, let's be honest. Nah, and right. it wasn't nearly as interesting <laughs> as it should be. So Shall first, we just go through the names? Yeah. First one's The Miz and Maurice. Bit good yeah. that he's gone to Raw. Yeah, I'm devastated about this, and I'll tell you for why. We got, went into detail about this last week, about really wanting to see Nakamura against Miz. And who am I getting instead? They took my Nakamura and Miz feud and they replaced it with that noodle-headed fuck Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, it's going to be a bit impossible to enjoy this, isn't it? Especially since Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, who probably wanks to New Japan World, had the cheat to go, Oh, I don't know who you are. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I only watch our product. You fucking liar. You watch everyone else's product to steal your fucking shit ideas <laughs> and make them shitter. You lying cunt. I hate Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> So he's dropped I an hate... F-bomb and a C-bomb today. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do what I like. It wasn't me that dropped the F-bomb. It was, imagine, it was the hypothetical Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, so they, they, they... Plus also, Miz would have been 
especially now, Miz would have been one of the biggest guys on SmackDown. They've got no heels left. Yeah. I've got Kevin Owens. Ooh, Kevin oh, Owens. Don't get me started on Kevin Owens. No, look, I won't. Kevin Owens was the first guy to be announced for SmackDown, by the way. Clean shaven, Kevin Owens. The face well, of America. Yeah. Not clean shaven. But the, fa- the face of America. Quite like that. <laughs> yeah, it's brand new. It's a new idea, that. If I have the United States title from being mm-hmm. a different country and call yourself the face of America. And speaking, Do you know anyone else speaking who did it? in French. Speaking a different language, yeah. Who else did it? Rusev uh, did it. The best wrestler on the roster. No, no, <laughs> Rusev, mate. No, Rusev did it. Yeah, second no, best wrestler on the yeah, roster. Yeah, that's what I said. Just a different person, Rusev. AJ Styles has never done it. <laughs> Refute me. Go on, I dare you. I said second best. There I corrected, we go. Myself, <laughs> I, I corrected myself before you had to say AJ Styles. Right. Like, so yes, who would you like better out of Rusev and Nakamura? Nakamura's been to New Japan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's but... not Dave Meltzer. <laughs> Is that sitting there going? No, way he likes oh, yeah. No, no, I, I really like Nakamura, but this past year, I think he's kind of like it's knocked him down a little bit in being in NXT with some of the like matches he's had. So you can't cling on to past glory like Liverpool and Arsenal fans. Yeah. Okay. So uh, hold on, you're saying that Nakamura yeah, but... got knocked down by being <laughs> oh, in yeah, good but matches then, yeah, in NXT. Ru- but then who's Rusev been in a feud with? But there's past glories of great matches, and then Rusev was in a feud with Enzo. There's coming out at WrestleMania in a tank. Yeah, what, which what, is, what does Enzo do? He wants to fuck a chicken, doesn't he? Oh, he uses our lines against him. Banter Brigade. I mean, he does want to fuck a chicken, though, doesn't he? Oh, there we go. <laughs> Banter Brigade. We're, we're taking him down in a way. So that's fried yeah. chicken. Um, yeah. As Raw. The next person was Dean Ambrose. Right. I've I've got a theory about this. Go on. I know. So he shows up backstage at Raw, and he wasn't supposed to be on Raw. But like they told everyone to show up, didn't they? And he's got this ring on his finger all of a sudden. Vince's like, what's that? What's he's that? Like, he's like, uh, what, oh, what do you mean? He's like, he goes, I had a chance to shower today. He's like, not that. We're used to that now by, by now, Dean. <laughs> what's that on your finger? Uh, I haven't washed my hands either. No, the, the <laughs> ring on your finger. What's happened? Well, me and Renee got married, didn't we? Didn't we? Oh, did you now? Well, uh, you need to go out on TV. But I'm on SmackDown. Not anymore, you're not. Enjoy seeing your wife one day a week, dickhead. Yeah. I'm Vince McMahon. Does she, um, not, does she not do the whole pre-show the anymore? No. Who does Plus that? Also, that's always from Stanford. No, they don't do that anymore. They got rid of it. No, yeah, it was wank. <laughs> it was wank. Well, yeah. All the pre-shows are wank. <laughs> what, you're saying the WrestleMania kickoff show? Was well, wank. actually, the ones where they get the graphics for Booker T doing the shucky-ducky quack-quack. Speaking of which, book us back. Book us back because they needed a black person on Raw. Because yeah. David Otunga's away for six weeks. <laughs> Look, David I'm, Otunga was never on Raw. It's Byron Saxon. No, he got swapped this oh, week. Right, that okay. was part of the part of the trade. Was that Byron Saxon got moved to SmackDown? I bet JBL was really excited about being able to bully Byron Saxon. Oh no, can't. can't. So JBL Byron, really kill nice yourself. He told Byron to kill himself on TV, and I laughed about yeah, that. I feel really bad about that. Now. JBL was really nice on TV this week. Funny was enough. it? Yeah, funny that, isn't it? Yeah. While the yeah. crowd chanted for his head. So can much. we um, can we just discuss Dean Ambrose a minute? Um, yeah. Is it a bit obvious? The answer is yes. I'm going to tell you that. Oh. But that the Intercontinental Champion switched, and then with the US t- title, basically, like what's all that about? I thought you were going to say yes. It is obvious, and they even sort of referenced it later on in the show because they they did interview with Kevin Owens and they're like, Kevin, Dean Ambrose has showed up here. What do you think that means for you? And he was like, Oh, it means nothing for me. I'm, I just hope he realizes that he's like below me. It's like, yeah, we all know you're going. No, yeah, that's I thought you were going to say, is it obvious now that all three members of the Shield are on Raw? Oh, I wanted to get to that later. I thought we were going to finish on that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we'll do it now. We'll finish on that. Nothing's happened. We'll Ooh. do it now. We'll do it now. Shield. Okay, on, are Shield. we excited for Shield? No, I'm not either. Weird thing is, not that long ago I would have been, but now I just want Roman to be like. They've not left it long enough for me. 
No. Like maybe they could have a triple threat again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean again? No. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're not getting me this week. <laughs> uh, the look of disdain. Second oh. person to come out on SmackDown was Sami Zayn. So we've got yeah. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn on the same show. They're going to fight forever. <laughs> fight for how, how long before the fight forever chant dies Probably down? Not that long. Probably. Yeah. There's a thing we didn't mention with Kevin Owens. What's that? So it was said on the show that actually he might not be on SmackDown. It's whoever no. wins the US title match at oh, Payback yeah. will officially be on SmackDown. That's so true. So the US who's, title who's is going to be on SmackDown. So it's him versus Chris Jericho. Okay. So Kevin Owens is going to be on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I think it's funny that everyone that we're going, oh, it's going to be... Uh, a stable with uh, Pete Dorn and Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe and Triple H. It's not happening. It's not no, happening, is it? That's gone. Where Samoa Joe is on Raw, isn't he? They're just absolutely dumped on that angle, yeah, haven't cry. they? Cry. <laughs> uh, next, can I have the next person for Raw, please? Because oh, uh, next person on my list for Raw is Bray Wyatt. Yeah, so he <sighs> turned up. Uh, yeah, he turned up at the end of. Here's every Bray Wyatt promo, right? Oh, I, I will find the demon within you, Randy slash John slash Finn slash. Kane slash Undertaker slash Roman slash anyone. It turned out the demon was a concussion. And then the demon, no, it turns out the demon within him was the just demon. Bray Wyatt <laughs> lying down and getting pinned. Oh, nice. That's the demon within everybody. The, the demon already exists. This is You don't need stupid. to find it. You, you can go to Toys R Us and buy a toy or something, but this should have been. Toy shops available. But this should have been an angle before he debuted the demon. Yeah, that would work better. Yeah. He could have done it in NXT because nobody watched NXT compared to um, like the main shows. Also, by the way, Eric Rowan's still stuck on SmackDown. <laughs> he can, <laughs> he only just he can team with Luke Harper, can't he? No, they're going to have a feud, I reckon. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Can, they, well, you enjoyed Darren Young against Titus O'Neil, didn't you? Yeah. No, no, you didn't. No one did. No one did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Darren Young's mom was like, oh. Darren Young's boyfriend was like, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Do I have to watch you? Well... Well, why why be like this? I just because no one liked that feud. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. Well, I like you, that. You Tom Backlund was sat at the ringside going, "You talk shit about Rusev, we'll talk shit about the primetime players." <laughs> yeah, and you can't choose one of mine because I don't like anyone. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like wrestling. What? Right. Who who, who came on next? Uh, n- next one on my list for SmackDown. Uh, well, so Shane McMahon was in the ring and he said, uh, "We've got a second generation wrestler." daughter of one of the greatest oh, wrestlers of all time funny. and then Tamina came out which I, I'd argue about the greatest wrestler of all well he, he couldn't really say no he said a well, hall actually, of famer a hall of famer as well yeah um, he couldn't really say possibly killed someone because that could be Rick Flair too I yeah, guess yeah they were there <laughs> allegedly um, that's not a real thing oh. um, but then Charlotte Flair came out and that's the one everyone actually cares about because Tamina was already on SmackDown, but she's on all the lists for some reason. Now, this is a bit related to what I said last week in that Charlotte's now on SmackDown, but there's only one person on SmackDown that's on her level, and that's Becky. Just, that's it. Yeah, so maybe she can, like, drag them to good matches. Yeah. Well, she dragged Nia Jax to a good match, didn't she? Oh, no, wait, Nia Jax <laughs> nearly dragged her to death. Nia Jax fucked oh, yeah. up a shoulder breaker. Uh, yeah, but she's not like most girls, is she? No, most girls can probably hold her shoulder yeah. <laughs> for a little while. Did you see the picture Nia Jax posted? Did we talk about this last week, about the post pictures she posted on social media of her in a bikini? No, get, get it up. So uh, she was talking about how a lot of people came to her at WrestleMania weekend and talked about how but she she, um, she was like, she helped people with like a body positive image, but actually in like in her real life, she struggled with the body image and stuff. 
So this was her first step on trying to be more body positive of posting this picture of herself in a bikini. She's not actually like as big as she looks in the wrestling gear. Like, that wrestling gear actually makes her look bigger. Like she don't look that bad in it. Oh, she's alright, I'd give her one. I mean, uh, <laughs> can I just clarify that was not Daryl that said that? <laughs> can we just clarify we're sending that that piece of audio on? That's what Daryl said. No, but yeah, not. like she don't look like anywhere well, near as bad she does in the fucking full like jumpsuit shit. Yeah, she, well that's the I mean, thing. Doesn't though, make a good wrestler, they keep but... making that point occasionally. They're like, "Oh, she's a model," and like we know she's a model, but she's supposed to be a bastard. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Raw. Who was the next Raw draftee? The next one I've got on the list is well, we'll talk about the women on Raw: uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Yeah, so they're all right, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. That, that's Alexa Bliss good. will get lost in the shuffle on Raw compared to what she was on SmackDown. But yeah. that's fine. I'm not bothered. She's not that good anyway. Mickey Alexa, James is good. Alexa Bliss, like, every, is it like every? She's been involved in every SmackDown title match, women's title match. Yeah, she has. Yeah. The it'll fa- the streak will finally end. Like every single SmackDown women's title match has involved Alexa Bliss. Yeah, when that's Naomi loses it to Charlotte in her first defense and never regains it. <laughs> yeah, that's what will happen. Do you think Charlotte could win the belt like eight more times? On Here's why I don't think she can. Because who are they going to have beat her? Apart from Becky, it'd just be her and Becky Lynch trading it, wouldn't it? Yeah, Natalia. They're not, they're not putting on Carmella. Natalia. No. Oh God, no. To me- oh, I forgot Natalia. She's all right. At least she'll be able to get a good match. Like, yeah. I stand corrected on there being no one at a level. There's no one at a level in terms of stardom, but at least Natalia will be able to give her a good match, yeah. which is a heel, so they'll be on the same side. So that's. What's her face? It's all kids, isn't it? It's Shamina, brilliant. Charlotte, Tamina, Natalia. It's like, oh. Did you get smacked up in the eighties? Well, <laughs> your kid, your kids on SmackDown well, then. There is another woman on SmackDown that we haven't Smack mentioned up. who's Who moved over. Well, I was going to mention them as a two part, but because normally they're together. But Rusev and Lana are going to SmackDown, but they actually advertise them separately. So Rusev just had like a random thing on the screen saying, "We've got Rusev," and it's just picturing we we he's old there because he's cut his hair now and stuff, hasn't he? And he's not going to be on it for like two months because his shoulder's fucked. I'm excited for Rusev on Talking Smack. Oh, I mean, Rusev on Talking Smack is going to be amazing. I'm excited for Rusev on SmackDown full stop. Because yeah, like yeah. actually, because he's injured now, it's on fuck. But actually, if he was, say he was to appear on SmackDown next week, I know he can't, he would already be, I think, probably the number two heel straight away. Yeah. Because yeah. he's already, he's better than Baron Corbin. Is AJ Styles a face though? A f- sort of. He's facing heels, so you sort of think mm, he is, yeah. yeah. It, they've, they done might, the, they've done they the actual good thing. Sort of thing. Yeah, they've done the thing that we've always we always hope they do with people when they turn them. They've not changed a thing about him. He's just cheered now, and they've just accepted it. But we he's still he's that. still like the face who ran the place and all that stuff. Yeah, we have hoped that because if yeah. Roman Reigns was still like sort of like how he was in the Shield. I know, but do we always hope that? Not yeah, always. like because we always complain about like always. with Seth Rollins, like we have Seth Rollins. What I change about him is all the things about him. Yeah, yeah. it was just kind of like the change. They, they just and like voice and. We can't keep any of the things that are good yeah. about him. He just has to be a good guy. His pedigree. And stuff. I'd give him a knee maker. Yeah. So then the Lana video was odd because it was, was just a, like a video, not one of those videos. Uh, no. Oh, never mind. I mean, there's enough like They're pictures of her and stuff moment. around, isn't there? <laughs> if yeah. if you need to see Lana naked, just like search, and it, it's what? all there. <laughs> Lana's done like Playboy like six times, and she's paid nude in like TV shows and everything. She was in that show Banshee and a few you others. You carry on the show. <laughs> Did you seriously not know this? Can we, can no. we carry on talking about wrestlers whilst he goes yeah. and looks so they did a video where Lana pretty much did a, did a lap dance to a Don't, chair. That's not talking about wrestling. Go on. Yeah, but that's that's how they brought her in. Like, they did a video where it was her doing this like very sultry dance on the stage in an empty arena, but they shot it so it looked like they were doing it live or whatever. 
and it came up saying Lana is on SmackDown. She's still going to be with Rusev, though, isn't she? Let's be honest. Yeah, but I think while he's off TV, they're going to do the thing where she wears the thing and she does lots of stuff where it involves her legs being split. She's going to be a bit than... like Kelly Kelly in the Extreme Expose. Kind of, I guess. SmackDown Expose. Um, who was next on to... Well, I don't care. Just next one on the list, I've got Apollo Crews. Yeah, that was announced before the show, I think, even. Yeah, because... no one cares. It's so depressing. Like, no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> Is he light enough to be in the Cruiserweight division? I don't think so, no. I don't think so either, so what's nah, the point? bulk is fucking Yeah, what's the point? Carry on. Uh, next one on SmackDown we will talk about is... Let's talk about New Day. They did a nice little hype video, and that was it. But the SmackDown, divi- uh, SmackDown uh, tag division... We'll mention the other team as well. Uh, the SmackDown tag division's getting a boost, in it? Because we've got the New Day coming over, and then who do we get attacking American Alpha after their unsuccessful title challenge? <laughs> the fucking Shining Stars. <laughs> The Shining Stars come to Puerto Rico. Stop trying to make the Shining Stars happen. Yeah, they're just happen. yeah. Yeah, they're already the number four tag team on SmackDown. You're not talking to the microphone. They're already the number four. Well, don't <laughs> face it away from me then. Get, get your... I didn't. Fa- you, I, I didn't face it. I'm nowhere near you. I'm How did I face it away from you? All right. How have you never seen all this stuff before? No, this is oh. different. Some yes. else I found. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's have a look. It's just doubt. <laughs> <laughs> That's Resident it. Pervert has just found some nip slips. Is that from the WrestleMania match that you kept looking for one from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the Shining Stars are there and no one cares. Shining Stars, yeah. Uh, uh, are they above or below the headbangers? Uh, you'd think above, but gen- really What about below. the Spirit Squad? Well, Sm- SmackDown lost a tag team. Yeah, they did. Heath Slater like- and Rhino are on Raw now. Yeah. We're getting down to the bit where it's... Yeah, it's- but Heath Slater is now on the same brand as Jinder Mahal. No, he's not. No, what? I was Jinder gonna. I was saving down. it. I was saving that one for last what? as well. Big Jinder. Um, Big Jinder had a match with Mojo Rawley on SmackDown. To, you know, to yeah. continue the feud from the Andre the yeah, Giant. Yeah, Gronk was Raw, Gronk was, front it was row in Boston, again. so Gronk was front row. And here's the thing: <sighs> Gronk threw beer on Jinder. Jinder is a Hindu, isn't he? I'm not sure. That, well, what, I'm pretty sure he is because that means they can't drink alcohol. So that's not cool, really, is it? Mm-hmm. No, because who's the footballer that's? Got a really messed up face. Uh, Frank Ribery. Yeah, right. But all grumble. <laughs> One of uh, the players on his team uh, chased him round with... <laughs> yeah, with a champagne flip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of the players on... Yeah, this happened. When Bayern Munich won something, which happens a lot, <laughs> uh, one of the players chased him around with a champagne and he kept telling him, no, like, no, no. proper no. chased him round. Yeah. But, but Frank Ribery is a Muslim. So he's like, I, I can't have alcohol, I can't have alcohol on me. And he's, he's, this guy is like, oh yeah, whatever, I mean, mate. Frank Ribery is a fucking dick, but that's awful. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hate Frank Ribery, but that's yeah. awful. But it's a bit like Alan McGregor, in yeah. a way. You think so? Does he? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, all the other trades now, so let's just quick. Kurt Hawkins went to Ron, so did Callisto. Yeah. Uh, Jinder well, Mahal Callisto can be in the cruiserweight division yes. it's a good job to move Sin Cara away from him yeah Sin Cara is on Smackdown yeah why so let's just get to the let's get to Jinder Mahal because he was on Talking Smack and on Talking <laughs> Smack it's kind of like because Talking Smack you get to like you get to speak a bit unscripted and stuff it's a good time to get some promo time it made The Miz in the past like I know The Miz was already made but it like knocked him up even another notch because of how good his promos were on Talking Smack a few other people Jinder Mahal was fucking shit on this show. Don't hinder Jinder. Jinder Mahal yeah. was telling everybody about how he diets much better than everyone else. Yeah, it's just him going like, yeah. I diet better, I work harder, I'm the guy here, and, and you keep letting Gronk into buildings, and like, yeah, you, you say you're so good, but fucking Mojo Rawley beat you. He also promised to win a title. And they're bringing about like, European belt. <laughs> <laughs> they're bringing an Indian title just for him. Yeah. Is he from India? <laughs> until until uh, 
Carly comes back. I, I don't know. If, I don't think he's from India. Uh, he's, it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure to be honest, but I know he's of Indian origin. Yeah. I, Find just, it just does, seems does, like, seems I like don't want this to be yeah. racist. I, can, I he go, like... can he go in the Punjabi prison match? <laughs> At least professional. Well, I, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say he'd be Indian champion until Great Khali comes back for his um, for his part timer spot oh, at WrestleMania. Bloke who's in Great Khali's federation. Great Khali oh. killed a man once. <laughs> oh, that guy. What was that guy's name? Um, Re- Sanjay Dutt. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure no, he's back racist. at TNA. Yeah, we're we're on the borderline here. <laughs> we're always we're always on the on we the edge. We live on the borderline. Yeah. That's well, where Daryl. You is. live on the edge. Yeah. Not normally him though. He's right. normally the one to drag it in. But you know, an f bomb. And... Yeah, well, you got him boost up before. Yeah, we exactly. Yeah, I did. I'm wasted, mate. <laughs> Any more? No, that's it. Like we thought we'd have more to talk about with the superstar shake. It was uneventful we? as fuck, weren't it? It really was. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and yet somehow for... both shows revolved around it. Yeah. Well. Uh, there was definitely one thing on Raw that was infinitely better than anything yeah, with Superstar actually, Shake Up. We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, let's close out the show with something oh. something joyful. The greatest angle in the history of all the angles. It reminded me of the fight scene in They Live, except it was one-sided and it was amazing. It it, might, it was even better than that. So basically, Daryl, I don't know if you saw this, but actually Braun Strowman is now the biggest baby face in the whole company. Yeah, he could never be booed again. Yeah, what did he do? Um, well, Roman Reigns was having a little sit-down interview with Mark Hall. And you remember last week when he was like, this is my yard now, and everyone was like, Oh, you prick. And he's like, yeah. Now he's like, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I respect The Undertaker a lot. And I really... Uh, really what are they lads, doing? Yeah. It, is my, it is my yard now, but I respect The Undertaker. And then it's my yard, but I've Rod applied Strowman, for permission. Rod Strowman storms in. He's like, oh, beats him up, kicks fuck out of him, lobs him. And I don't mean, like, puts him through a table. He throws him over stuff through a table. Good. Right? Then um, they're like, oh, no, Roman Reigns is hurt. Let's put him on a stretcher. So they put him on a stretcher, strap him up to a stretcher. The broad stroke because it's like, I'm gonna throw you off the stretcher. So he takes the stretcher and lobs it off of a off of a ledge that's about six feet high. <laughs> now they do a jump cut. It's obviously not really yeah, relevant. Yeah. The cu- the camera work was actually really good. Yeah, yeah. Because it followed like Braun directly behind, so you could never see it at, the mo- at what was in front of him until after they sort of did the jump cut and moved back to Roman lying there. Um, so Roman Reigns got put in an ambulance. Uh, let let, <laughs> me, think, let yeah. me, let me, so, uh, he puts him in the ambulance, they put him in the ambulance, everything and closed the doors. And the WWE obviously has a great history with ambulances. Braun Strowman comes along and fucking deadlifts the ambulance. Oh, well, well, before you say that, he, sh- <laughs> oh. he shouts out, right? Cause everyone's like, first of all, the, the one and only time I've enjoyed this chant, people chanting, you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Reigns lying in an ambulance. And at that point, Right, there's people like, oh, Roman, and it's suddenly here, I'm not through with you yet. <laughs> Broadstone flies in, smacks him about the ambulance, then, and Dad and then says, He grabs the, he gets outside the ambulance on the side and fucking deadlifts and tips it up. He deadlifted the fucking ambulance. Deadlifts the ambulance. <laughs> He's the best baby face ever. Flips on his side. <laughs> you know, when Hulk Hogan always says, yeah, I, I body slammed like 700 pounds on your giant. He didn't fucking deadlift an ambulance. The only problem I have with this is that when they put him in the second ambulance, they didn't have him come back and go, I'm not through with you. They could just have like a running joke. <laughs> like the, the family guy chicken gag all yeah, over Yeah, exactly, again. yeah. Just him. Just, I'm just, thinking just more him. like robot chicken with Bane. <laughs> you know, like robot... I don't know if you watch Robot Chicken, Daryl. Oh, that like, is a good one, that. Robot Chicken, um, they have be- basically anytime Batman goes anywhere, occasionally just Bane just comes out of nowhere and breaks his back. <laughs> well, like, I think they should do that with Braun Strowman. The first time they did it, they did the Bane breaking his back and then showed all his recovery and they did this like with tender music and then like finally walking and finally like, getting cleared and then Bane just runs in and breaks his back yeah. again. <laughs> do, 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 that's Braun. Hey. Oh, it, it was 
like I know I said the other week, I, I'm using this one quite often where it's like the Jericho fr- uh, friendship thing was like one of my favorite moments on the Raw. This probably was even better. It this was is just, the greatest angle in the history of wrestling. It was just so yeah. good. Yeah. Like, and it, but then it's like, oh, but they're expecting us to cheer Roman and Boo here. <laughs> Boo they should, genuinely, they should just double turn them at this point because like Braun's yeah. big. They should be like, oh, you can make a star out of Braun. I can't wait for Braun versus Lesnar. I can't wait I'm for excited. it. I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited. I mean, I know, I know Brock won't fucking do it for him. I want but... a Braun Strowman t-shirt that says, I'm not through with you yet. <laughs> and then an ambulance tipped over on the back. No, it should just be his face shouting on the back. <laughs> just a big picture of his face growling. Be... Yeah, I'd buy that. Yep. I think that's brought us to the end of our show, gentlemen. It's been uh, eventful to say the least. I've dropped my pen. It be, well, you haven't had anyone to throw it at this week, unless you're going to. I think you should throw it yourself, to be All honest. Right, okay. Break. Yeah, oh, so I got it. my eye. <laughs> you threw a pen in your I eye. Threw that a was pen in my eye. Um, that, he actually did that. We weren't playing that one. I up. really did. That wasn't even, yeah, what you heard. Like, that wasn't like the sound from Shabbat again, but that was actually the sound of the pen connected with my eye. Uh, next week, different wrestling. Um, oh, next week. It, I mean, technically, we're not a wrestling podcast next week. What? Because. I'm not even, I don't even know what we're doing next week. We, we discussed this last week. It's movie what? night, fellas. Oh yes. Are we actually doing that? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I'm, I'm actually. Busy. I'm not even doing this for. Are we actually doing that? Yeah. Yeah, might as well. <sighs> it's movie night, fellas. Oh yeah. We're, and we're I, gonna watch I, some I believe movie we picked films. What's the What's the film called? Well, let, right. Yeah. Let, let's keep no, that a surprise. I, I feel like we should tell people. So then, if they, they want to watch, watch it too, yeah, true, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to find out the actual name of the movie right. because I, I don't know it. Countdown or something. No countdown was. I can't remember which one Countdown was. There's right, so okay. many of them. Well, anyway, uh, th- we've got one in Richard Wiley did Countdown, but he died. <laughs> <laughs> is Des O'Connor dead yet? I don't think so. Can you go onto Twitter? Is Des O'Connor dead? <laughs> Carol Vorder is still alive. Is Des still so. dead? Uh, let me find out for you, mate. Uh, Thank you. They, they actually yeah, did tweet uh, earlier on. Yeah, yes. they did. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it, it is Countdown. I told you. Yeah, so we're watching Countdown. Watching Countdown, not the not the daytime show hosted by Nick uh, from The Apprentice, and um, previously many people called Des uh, or Jeff Selling. Uh, no, we're watching the WWE Studios film Countdown, starring Ra- Rachel Riley's lovely. It's starring Nick Nemeth. She could That's do Dolph she, she, she could do my numbers. Oh. Glenn Jacobs. I don't know what that means, but starring Dolph Ziggler, Kane. Yep, uh, Catherine Isabel. Don't know who that is. Uh, she's she was in See No Evil Two and American Mary. There's a See No Evil Two. Uh, jo- Josh Blacker. I don't know who he is. I don't know. Yeah, Josh we're, we're gonna learn. Didn't, didn't you Josh play in defense? Blacker. Didn't you play de- in defense for uh, West Ham at one point? This. <laughs> anyway, the point is, it's Rusev and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, and... Rusev's in it at some point. Yeah. Uh, quickly, just to go through the thing on IMDb, uh, WWE superstars Dolph Ziggler and Kane lead the action in this electrifying and heart-pounding thriller. When a madman kidnaps a young boy and rigs him with explosives. I didn't know that was what this film's about. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Ray, Dolph Ziggler, haunted by the loss of his young son, defies his captain, Kane, and takes matters into his own hands. Now he must beat the clock to stop a psychopath Kane's, and save Kane's his not child. Material. <laughs> like, I didn't know it was about a kid getting rigged with explosives. I'm really excited for this. Well, there you go. So I mean, it's only got... Can I not do this? Because I've already watched 12 Rounds 3 this week with Dean Ambrose. Why did you watch 12 Rounds 3? Because girlfriend just said, like, do you want to watch a film? You what? said 12 rounds! Right, and and it, were, it were on Sky. How are you still We in were discussing this last week, and I said we should watch either, like, one of the new 12 rounds movies or one of the new uh, it, um, it Marine movies. It Sky things. We're not yeah, you popular. wanted to watch Marine 5. I've, we're not uh, yeah. watching Marine 5. It's got the fucking social outcast as a biker gang in I'm it. I'm not watching Marine 5. I've not seen Marine 2, 3, or 4. I'm sure, right. I'm sure it'll fill you Look, in. Look, we're watching 
the one with Dolph Ziggler and Rusev because you know you'll you know you'll enjoy it. Well, you know you'll enjoy me not enjoying it. And it'll it. probably just be as like drunken as like this. Can as, we like, just finish this bloody been. podcast? Yeah. Like, if you want, yeah, right. People got wives to go home to. Exactly. And... Thanks for listening to the Royal Grumble this week. Um, find us on Twitter at Royal Grumble Pod. Give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash Royal Grumble. Uh, visit our website, royalgrumble.weebly.com. Don't forget to download on iTunes. Give us a review on iTunes. That's all. Uh, say goodbye, Daryl. Tweet us and tell me who you think winning a fight between Brock Lesnar and a shark. <laughs> Please do tweet us at that. I'll put a poll up at some point. Done. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.